Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies, today we have with us Roxy Safay of Black Belt Beauty. And um, I know she's going to have a lot of great information to share with us. I have pen and paper ready to go. If you check her out, I mean, she just seems just edgy, fun, into beauty and how to take that and share with women how to just live authentically, real and raw, which is what we like. She's teaching how a holistic, high-performance journey enriched in self-trust that evokes your inner badass to live loudly and master the beauty of you, which I just read right from her website because... (laughs) I love it. That's my favorite part of the whole thing I read. I'm like, hell yeah. Let's be badasses, live loudly, and be freaking 360 degrees of beauty. So thanks for hanging out with us, Roxy. Oh my God, that's such an epic intro. Thank you both so much. <laughs> I love it. it. Oh man, it's so good. I mean, when you read it, I feel like I'm ready to like go to battle, you know? And yeah, that's, that's really what I want. But that's perfect because that's what I want you to feel in that message, you know? Like, you get up and go, girl. <laughs> yes, love this. Cool. So let's start with, you said you're a, um, a women's coach, empowerment self- coach. Yeah, um, so self-mastery and empowerment. Okay, because we've talked to a lot, we talked to a lot of coaches, and I feel like when you were explaining kind of how you coach and you're coming from home coaching, it seemed unique. And sounded really cool. Just kind of different than something that we've heard. So could you start just kind of like maybe like what led you into deciding I am good at this? Like I can serve a lot of women and through doing with your own unique twist to it. Just kind of how you kind of found that. Yeah. Well, cool. Thank you. It's cool that you take it in as being unique. Um, Honestly, it's me just being me. And to answer that question really simply is I'm good at doing this because this is a life that I've lived and I continue to live. So it's, it's just all very authentic. I didn't wake up one day and go, you know what? I want to be an empowerment coach. Right. <laughs> it was more of this constant witnessing of myself. I'm 43. Um, I've been writing my whole life. And so specifically journaling. You know, when you journal, at least from my experience, I call my journal my favorite room because I'm literally in room with myself. I'm in an exchange with myself. I'm witnessing self. I'm processing self. Um, I'm supporting self. I'm challenging self, right? So what I'm essentially doing is building a very strong connection and relationship with myself. And throughout my life in this witnessing of self and also collecting the experience that I offer individuals, whether it, you know, people, my family, um, in my personal life, my circle, or just even strangers, there, there's always been this um, ability that I have to show someone like a blind spot or a perspective, an empowering way to shift the lens at which they're looking at life or maybe that particular situation, or maybe even offering a tool or a tactic, you know, whether it's mindset, whether it's, you know, I'm an athlete by way of life, I'm a neuroscience you know, physiology, biology geek. So I can take it down a rabbit holes about, you know, health and wellness from that perspective and give you tips on how to optimize wellness. And so, but all of this really amounts to, I'm empowering an individual to live from their fullest potential. So I've always been someone literally from my earliest years of life, I was an athlete. We can get into that later if you want, but just really like turned on by the idea of excellence, of greatness and of human potential. 
So to go deeper, to give you like a deeper answer to like, how, how did you even arrive to this place? You know, there's a lot of different titles around coaching. You can obviously life coach. You have all kinds of titles now, self-worth coach, you know, what am I really doing? Yes, I'm empowering you. That's the prerequisite. But what's the, what's the journey? And then what's the end goal? So the journey that I take my girls on is self-mastery. And the end goal is self-actualization. Because self-actualization is you living from your fullest potential. Realizing self from the fullest potential, right? And like I said, the prerequisite to get you through, to get you into that, that process and that pathway is this empowered lens and mindset. You're not, you're not going to move down the pathway of self-mastery because it is an arduous, I mean, it's beautiful. It's, I, you know, challenge from my perspective is an opportunity. So we can talk about that too, but I'm not telling you that I'm going to take you down some like super like peaceful, easy process. No, you're going to have to fucking face yourself. I mean, that's just one aspect. And you girls know, because it's built into your brand, your podcast, that's not easy to do all the time, but it's essential. You got to be real with yourself in any facet, really, to make progress. So I think, I, I I think that here? is the hardest part. Yeah. Because right? we're no, so good at lying to ourselves and justifying or I, it's, I'm like this because of this. You know what I mean? That, that's that's or, easy or perhaps, For sure, it could be, you know, not being honest. I think a lot of times, maybe equally, if not more, it's more of avoidance. I'm uncomfortable, yeah. so I don't even want to look there. You could, I mean, yeah. like people who are uncomfortable with their finances, they're not looking at their bank account. They don't even want to open their, their bills. It's that same concept with self, right? I don't want to look at this. So I'm going to run away. I'm going to numb myself. I'm going to avoid work. And yes. I call, I, you know, I'm like, fuck that. Like, where are you going then? You're not really alive. You're just living by default. Me and my girls, we live on purpose. purpose. Yeah. And that's what I really, you know, that's one of the messages that I drive home my girls and really through all of my thought leadership is like, don't just be here by default. This is a gift. And it's a, it's not a fucking dress rehearsal. So like, what are you doing? Right. You're spot on. And, and like everything that we do, like this journey we call life is it's painful. It's messy. It's, it's long. It's, it's arduous. It's, it's a struggle. It's, it's also on the other side of all that is that beauty and bliss and freedom and passion and purpose and all the things that we're actually chasing after. But yet we have to face the number one person that is standing in the way of it. And that's truly ourselves. And so like, you're spot on when you say like, people just don't want to face it because it's, it's painful. Like working even in the fitness industry, it's like, you know, you ask people like take some progress pictures when you're first starting out, right? Progress pictures and stepping mm-hmm. on the scale and people are like, oh no, oh no, I can't. Scary. All that does Are you is talking give about you the me? data. <laughs> right. But it's like all that does is give you just the data, just the start. But it's like it, people don't want to start face that reality of where yeah. they're starting at to begin with. And it's so empowering, like to know that once we get over that hump and that fear, we can really start taking back a little piece of that power every time. And then we get to reclaim that and we get to step into who we're created to be. And that's a beautiful transformation. And I absolutely love what you do. And that's why, you know, we really resonate with um, your message, your brand, everything that you do. And, and so, you know, kind of going back to the whole uniqueness aspect of it. And I liked how you had said, well, there's nothing really unique about it. It's, it's me. 
But that's the beauty of it. That's the uniqueness that so many people are missing out on. And that's, that's what makes them you. Right. I love that. Oh my goodness. So many great things that you just shared there. Yes. Um, I so agree. And it's, you know, when I said at the beginning, like I, I coach my women to my girls to live from their most authentic self. I, there's nothing more powerful than that. Mm -hmm. That is literally the most empowering way that you could be moving through your life. Talk about confidence, Mm -hmm. right? You're not going to own real self-confidence if you're not operating from your most authentic self. If there's something that I really want to demonstrate in my life and in my process is that you can actually be your most authentic self and still make all the progress, achieve all the great big things that you want to achieve and and create. And why I say that is because more often than not, I think people step away from their most authentic self because they're afraid that they're going to lose something or, or maybe it'll give them a gain faster. Or, I mean, like a very kind of easy example of this is like, oh, I'm going to, you know, collaborate with this brand, even though I don't use the brand, I don't feel resonance with the brand, but, but I can get more exposure or I can get more money. I'm not judging. I'm just saying like, okay, you know, do what you got to do. But whenever you go through these you know, the, you you face these moments in your life, and there are several constantly throughout your life, right? Where you're presented with a situation, a scenario. It could even be like using your voice, opposing something that you know maybe somebody you care about is saying, but you don't feel resonance with it, and you want to say something. When you face these all these different opportunities to act from your most authentic self or suppress every time you choose. And I'm using this word very specifically and intentionally. Every time you choose to be loyal to your most authentic self, this is where you start to gain real confidence in self. Confidence that I talk about is, you know, when I say real, I'm putting like so much emphasis because there's so much pseudo confidence and pseudo that pseudo confidence is coming from this operation of not being authentic in your process and relying and needing on so much external validation. No, validate your fucking self and do that by being your most authentic self. Earn that stripe on like martial arts on your belt of confidence. Nobody can ever take that away from you. So this is just, you know, it's, it's so important to put emphasis on this authentic authenticity piece. And when you can look back, because, you know, I get this question all the time. I mean, one of the things that, you know, the, the big focus is that my girls come to me for with coaching is to, to fortify, develop, to develop more of their confidence. Right. And I say this all the time, like, listen, I would say about 40%, if you ask me, like, how have you really developed, uh, developed this confidence in self? What, what does it really come down to? I would say 40% comes down to all of the fucking hard challenges that I have faced and that I seek in my life, continue to seek, right? 40%, 60%. So I'm giving more weight even to this factor. 60% is because at 43, I can look back and I'm being so honest and so real and go, girl, you've always been loyal to your most authentic self, no matter what it meant. And there have been times where it's like, (laughs) I mean, even from a this is like back in ancestral times, like it's dangerous. It's a very primal response to want to 
to be a part of the tribe. Like if you were back then, if, if you weren't a part of the tribe, that could mean that you're, you're casted out and you could die. Right. So it could be very easy to be like, no, I'm going to stay quiet or I'm just going to go with, you know, you know, the, the group, because I'm saying that because, you know, when I can look back, even as a child, when, you know, I didn't have all the tools and all the understandings, but I chose in those moments on the playground, even to be loyal to my most authentic self, even if it meant that I could be casted out, I could be, I look back and I'm like, damn girl, you know, that really contributes to my self-confidence because again, it's this loyalty to self, to myself. And that is so empowering. It's like the ultimate way of saying, I love you. And you're so spot on again. I mean, this, I'm just like leaning in, like just everything that you're saying is just, it, it really resonates. And I know that our audience is going to resonate with that too, because it, it's so empowering, right? So when we talk about our authentic self and it's like, we might even be questioning, well, who is, who is she? Mm-hmm. Right? Because you might yeah. not even know who she is yet. Yeah. But that's the right. beauty of this personal growth and the self-discovery journey And, you know, what would you say then if somebody's kind of at that starting point, they're like, but I don't even know who I am. Like my husband wants me to be this person. I have to be that one for this. I just became a new mom and I don't know that identity as well. And, you know, I'm starting a new job. Maybe new mom stuff. (laughs) Right. But, you know, and so, but we're constantly evolving and going through these different, um, you know, identities and, and Mm -hmm. somewhere along this evolution and this process, we lose a piece of ourselves along the way as we try Mm -hmm. to fit in, adapt and mold to what society expects of our roles. And yeah you know, when we look at it from this perspective as well, we take on so much and then we lose our authentic self. So how do we come back to that core? Yeah. Yeah. I love this question. Um, so what I often say to my girls is like, how do you come to love someone? Mm -hmm. How do you come to trust someone? How do do you do that? Well, you got to spend time with them. You have to be in conversation with them. You have to exchange with them. You have to feel them. You have to go through life in this constant exchange of spending time together. Now go back to what I was talking about journaling. What was I doing the whole time? Just in constant conversation and in exchange with myself. If you, you're not going to just all of a sudden I love somebody and I trust somebody. Oh, I just know who they are. No, no. You, so it's the same thing with yourself. And to further this, you know, this, this kind of drops us into what I've created as my 5S roadmap to self-mastery, right? So I'll walk you through it sequentially. Sequentially, it moves like this. Self-awareness is the anchor. Next is self-connection. Following that is self-love. After that is self-confidence. And then what I call like the crown jewel is self-trust. So self-awareness is the anchor for very important reasons. I mean, we need to be able to observe self and to be doing this without, you know, from, I I view it as like from the the lens of a student, right? So you're not judging, you're really trying to learn. You're trying to understand self process. This also helps you to create space between your reactions and your emotions. You actually get the opportunity to decide like, is that the truth? Is that how I want to feel about this? Is that the action I want to take? Every S that I'm sharing with you, there's no period at the end of these sentences. That's what these core activations, I, I call it core activation in my queendom community because 
you're activating these. And, and the goal is to get 1% better or stronger every day in your life, right? Because it's a life game, right? So once you start to get a stronger foundation of self-awareness, right, this understanding, this observing, now we're going to move into self-connection. This is the key piece here. When you talk about how do I know who my most authentic self is? Well, what is that comprised of? I mean, when we think about like, it's your core attributes, it's your, your principles and the tenets that really matter, your core values, your core beliefs. You have to go through and understand like, what makes you tick? What turns you off? You know, what are the things that you want to pursue in your life? Um, what are the things that you're afraid of that you want to move past? What are certain boundaries that are important to you to have in order to live from your full potential, from your most optimal state of well-being, right? All of this stuff is comprised in self-connection. So this is really when you start to embrace self. And then you move into self-love. And I frame self-love a little different than, or maybe a lot rather, you know, we hear a lot of self-love and self-care kind of get bunched together. And self-care is absolutely a part of self-love, but it's kind of like an accessory piece to self-love. But the root, like the, the main, uh, from my perspective anyways, what self-love really is, is I call it the queen of battle. Because this is where you're like, I'm fucking worthy. I know who I am. I know what I want in my life. And you know what? I'm going for it. I'm worthy of the battle and the victory. And that's a very important statement because we hear a lot about, I'm so worthy and of having the things. Sure. But you have to know that you're worthy of the battle too, because more often than not, these great things that you want are going to come with some challenge, girl. And if you don't feel like you're worthy of that fight, of that battle, you're kind of missing the whole, like the bigger piece here. When your hand gets raised in victory, right? This is just my kind of lexicon, you know, when you, when you conquer the goal, when you achieve the mission, right? No matter how long it took, no matter how many hits you took along the way, how hard it was, that battle is going to give you so much self-confidence, right? This is where all of, you know, this kind of development of self really starts to come to life, right? So self-love puts you in the arena, but she also helps you to get through the battle because when you take a hit and when it gets hard, and it most certainly will, Self-love picks your ass right back up and, and keeps you moving towards the win. And when you are in the arena, now we're in self-confidence, right? You're unleashed. Mm -hmm. So you go from like, I'm embracing myself to I'm unleashing myself. And that is so important. I literally have chills all over my body, yeah. right? Yeah. I feel yeah, it that it. hard. I got it too. This is, I'm, I'm like, so <laughs> this is so resonating, right? And so I'm over here getting the chills. I'm just like, Ooh, keep bringing it, keep bringing it. So I don't know if you've ever listened or heard um, of Greg Plitt before, but no. I'm getting like female Greg Plitt vibes from you, which is good. Oh, really? I'll look into it's, it's it's Yeah, like, It's that warrior, right? It's that yeah, battle. It's yeah. badass, yeah. just, yep. And so, yeah. so after the self-confidence is, is you step self trust. trust. Yes. Do you see it's, how it makes sense though? Do you see 100%, that flow? hundred percent. And you can't skip it. You can't go like, oh, love yourself. Well, if you don't know who you are and what you stand for and what matters to you, then, then how are you, you might have a moment where you feel really good. You put on a mask, you wore a cute dress or whatever you do. You know what I mean? Like, right. but again, that's not the same thing as going, you know what, this 
challenge that I'm staring at, that standing guard at the thing that I want to experience in my life, this challenge is freaking me out a little bit, or maybe a lot of it, and I'm uncomfortable, but I love myself too much to not move towards that challenge. So I'm going. That's self-love. Self-love is being real with yourself. It's applying the discipline. It's doing the shit that you don't want to do. Oftentimes, it's facing yourself back to the beginning of the conversation, you know, just being so real with yourself. And so it's so important. I I just love putting emphasis on this different tone of self-love because I honestly feel like that is way more empowering of a message around self-love than a lot of other, and I'm not like better, you know, everyone has their own expression. They're going to resonate with what they resonate. But I mean, again, this is what I've known. This is what I've come to understand about self-love. And this is literally when 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 people ask me, how are you disciplined? How have you achieved the thing? How did you, you know, move to a country where you didn't speak the language? How did you? And, and the, the short answer was always because I love myself too much. I just love myself. And then I had to dig deeper knowing that, okay, wait, I'm here to teach this. I want to really, really send this message and this, you know, these tactics and strategies home with women. So that's where I created the 5S roadmap. That's really how it came to life. So I'm glad that it resonates with you. A hundred percent. And I love it because because you're so right. Like, I mean, you can't just jump up and just say, well, today I'm just going to choose to love myself. But if you don't actually know yourself, it's almost like just looking at yourself like, like in a a stranger, right? You don't know them, but you're just being polite and kind. And it just becomes like, oh, you know, I'm familiar. So they just kind of are like an acquaintance. Like I see it every, see that person every day. We don't really know yeah. them. I mean, it's just got enough commonality that we we're in the same room together, right? But yeah. it, and it's almost like that, you know, the journey to self-love too. And I it kind of parlaying a little bit off of what you had just said. It's almost like you have to get to the point where you you just accept the person like this is who you gotta live with every single day. Like you don't get another mm-hmm. you. Like you could pick and choose your partners and like, yeah. our jobs, our careers, whatever that may be, but this is the individual you have to live with every day. So you might as well at least accept right there. That's the starting point. It's kind of like you know, awareness, acceptance, and then you start dating yourself, right? Because you have to get to know you. So when you start dating somebody, you get to learn their quirks, their characteristics, their flaws, their faults, their everything about them. And you get to choose, stay with them or, you know, break up with them, whatever that is. And that's the journey, right? Because then you eventually fall in love with them because they're all uniquely different that makes that person so worthy of you investing in that love and falling in. And so that's that kind so of like true. how I see it too. But I yeah. know it's the, the dating, it's, it's exactly, it's like it's spending time. And, you know, I want to offer this because I, you know, the word accepting is I, I do, I think the strong word, I think a word that is actually even more powerful. And I'm open to your thoughts on this is owning yourself mm. because yeah. accepting is like, it's cool. It's good. It's important. But when you start fucking owning who you are, hell yeah, that's where the confidence comes in. And by the way, I'm a writer, so words are an experience. So I'm super picky about words Yep. because ownership is when you are like, hey, like it or not, this is fucking who I am. And, you know, there's a, the statement caught fire and literally went viral that I put out a while back ago. But this whole idea of when you stop fighting yourself and you start fighting for yourself, the entire fucking game changes. What does that mean? you, you know, the development of creating this unbreakable relationship with yourself, right? Meaning you are on your team 
through the end, no matter what, you are your own ride or die. You are your own soulmate and best friend. And I'm not saying that the, you know, that this means that you don't have room for that. And, you know, from somebody else coming in, you're like your partners or I have so many soulmates and, you know, my counsel is ridiculous, incredible people in my life, but I am in this relationship with myself first and foremost, where I, I have that, I got your back girl relationship. Like, I love you. I, I mean, even the terms of endearment that I offer myself are what my lover, my partner would say to me, like, Hey, beautiful. Hey, queen. Hey, you know, so it's this real development of, so it's yes, accepting, owning and embracing who you are and not just who you are. Who do you want to become? That's really important, right? You need your future self. I have a very deep relationship with my future self. You need your future self working like in partnership with you, or you need to be working in partnership with your future self in your life and have that badass just baiting you forward in life, right? Because that's how we are continuously investing or in the ways at which we can be more self-actualized and live from our fullest potential. You know, it's not to say that you, oh, Amy, because I just like to clarify this because sometimes it can be perceived that way. Reaching for better every day does not mean that you don't love and accept where you are. Mm-hmm. In fact, compassion is what I call a high performance tool. It's my compassion with self that allows me to really like be messy at times or hit, not hit the mark or, but like keep going and going with everything, all my heart in the game, like all in. But if I was being hard on myself and I didn't have that compassion, if I was judging myself, it's not gonna, I, you know, I'm going to stay down. Right. That's not how I live or not. That's not how my girls live that I coach, you know? Right. And, and I love that you bring in, you know, you're bringing all these words because I'm also a wordsmith of my book and just writing, you know, <laughs> very particular about how you choose your words, but you know, yeah. when you, you like just kind of for those who don't know anything about you and just kind of coming here into this episode right now, I mean, I think the biggest takeaway right now, I mean, you got your black belt, you know, like the whole jujitsu background, the black belt, the, you know, not warrior. Not jujitsu. No, not jujitsu. Yeah, right. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's in your brand with the Long know, way to go. achieving that high mark, right. Of, of a black belt yeah. status is where we're, where that goal is. And just, you know, yeah. being a warrior, being in the arena, getting down, uh, you know, might lose the the battle, but you're always waging the war, right? You're always facing that. And that's the war. So, you know, coming all together and it's just like, I just see this like warrior badass queen. Like, <laughs> oh. I mean, it's like our Wonder Woman in, in everything that we do. And so I just love that you're sharing this message and, and just, you know, everything that you're doing is really relatable to our women because this is part of the journey. And we might talk about like different spokes of it, but it's like, Okay, but how yeah. do we really like see the full wheel? How do we, you know, we might be doing really well on one spoke. Let's just say self-awareness of your of your five S's and each one you're moving at a different level and different speed and a different degree. And so allowing that woman to really just give themselves grace, give themselves compassion yes. and and hold space for where they're at in that journey. And that's a beautiful, remarkable thing. So I love it. And yeah. I want and oh, I thank you. Yes. And and I want it, I want. To learn more about your your beauty background too, and like oh yeah, I know I we didn't even get to that. talk about that, but like everything no, everything you do yeah. all ties together, right? So yeah, I all I know is I looked at pictures on your website and I was like, whatever she says, I'm not going to piss her off. I'll get my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> She's just phenomenal woman and just Love really owning those owning the gifts, right? And just um, 
Again, like you said, I don't see it differently. I'm just showing up being me because you've done the work and you show like when you've done the work, people see that that's the light. That's what people resonate and they, they want more of. And that's where we have to really remember your unique gifts are for you. And just like everyone else listening, your unique gifts are for you. So having, you know, we can't have that comparison and that competition, but recognizing that when we step into our light, that's who we become. And that's the light that we shine for others to see and give them that hope and inspiration and empowering them to do the same. So Awesome. 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 So many epic (laughs) words. I love it. No, thank you. And just so much wisdom coming out right now. And it just resonates so much with me, obviously, you know, it's like a force right here between the three of us. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a, it's so important, you know, to just put emphasis on that. Like you are really in your own lane, um, but you have to position yourself to be there. And, And what that means is like, stop, stop, stop looking outside of you. Stop comparing like nobody's you. You know, mm-hmm. so start investing in all of the beautiful, intricate things that make you, you. Be loyal to you. And I'll touch on the kind of it, weave this into the beauty, you know. So for almost like two decades of my career life, um, I I was focused and and I spent my life as a, um, or career rather, as a celebrity makeup artist, right? It's so interesting. So makeup, when I was a very young girl, started just because I, I've always been very creative. I'm an artist, like, and by no means am I saying like this, like, you know, Van Gogh, but just meaning like always creating with my hands, painting, drawing, writing. My mom always tell you like, she was always coloring on the walls. My mom always had to, you know, walk after me and clean it up. But with makeup, what's fun is that it started because yes, the creative expression but I just found that I can really shift the way a woman felt about herself. Like my girlfriends in high school, I would get them ready for prom. Like, so this is a, you know, it's, it's like, there's kind of two stories that I'm going to give you here. If you can follow along and I'm, I know you can. So <laughs> when I, cause there's like the backstory and the front story. So like Quentin you know, Tarantino I, movie. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's got a lot going on. And it's just, it's way how we see it, right? The conveyed aspect of it, but yeah. Yeah. Well, so when I finally committed full-time to my makeup career, my freelance makeup career, and I say full-time because when I first started makeup, I got, you know, intercepted and I started doing other things. Like I worked in the music industry. I, I did events. Um, you know, I was in my 20s, so I was really exploring and I was good at that stuff too. And I love business and like, you know, creating and, and executing, like creating big events. And then, yeah, so I can go into rabbit holes. I have to be careful. Um, so, but I loved learning that about myself, you know, and, and challenging myself in those ways because that was hard. Um, makeup almost felt too easy for me at one point. So I'll fast forward here and say, when I finally committed, I went to an artistic account for makeup in Paris. I moved to France. I wanted to live in Europe and experience living in Europe in my life, I went to a really incredible makeup academy. It was all taught in French, a really incredible experience. Came back at the time I was living in New York, moved to France, moved back to New York. And when I finally moved back to LA, which is where I originate from, um, I have, I was in this position where I'm like, okay, I've got to, I got to really like commit to, you know, some kind of path of work. Right. And makeup was just easy for me to fall back into not saying it was easy at all. In fact, I would say that the process of going from the very beginning of developing my makeup career to the top 1%, because it's such a gnarly competitive... I mean, when you're talking about like working in the world of celebrity and doing the covers and Oscars and all that, which is where I ended up um, before I you know moved into my coaching career, but it's gnarly. 
it's freelance. It's your hunting. It's there's so much rejection that you have to face along the way. And then you get to decide like, what is this rejection going to do to me and for me? Right. So obviously, you know, by now that, yeah, I climbed up to the top 1%. I had the best time. I loved my career in makeup, literally put some of the most important people in my life to this day and forever will be in my life. Right. There are a lot of incredible, gorgeous experiences like flying on private jets around Europe and doing the press tours. And I mean, so many beautiful experiences. And there were a lot of things about it too, where I was like, yeah, now, like it just started to get, you know, where I'm like, uh, I felt like, here's the thing. Makeup is a skill that I have that I'm really good at. And I'm grateful for that. And I love it, but it's not my purpose. And it's certainly not who I am. But the two part story here is that adjacently, my purpose was happening at the same time, right? So like, what was I ultimately doing? I'm getting my client ready for the Oscars, but I'm empowering them to feel their best and not just through the creative meeting, uh, medium of makeup, but it was through conversation because, you know, they sit in the chair and we're conversing the whole time. So like going back to the beginning of this conversation where I talked about like witnessing myself as an experience to others, what were they taking from? There'd always be some philosophical <laughs> conversation happening in the makeup room where I'd give them, have pull out my lunch and they're like, what are you eating? I'm like, well, and then talk about the science of food or whatever, you know? And so I'm empowering them in lots of ways. And then it just got to this point where I was like, all right, look, I know that I have more that I am here to do and that I want to do, which isn't to say that I don't love what I'm doing because I was killing it at that point. But I just, and, and this I think is really helpful maybe to, to your listeners, but what I didn't do is put pressure on myself that I had to figure it out. I just, I started a blog. The blog was Black Belt Beating. And this was, you know, me just kind of putting down some things, lifestyle, you know, things that are going to help you, the reader, learn how to optimize yourself and live from your fullest potential, mastering the beauty of you, right? And then fell in love with podcasting and then launched my podcast, Black Belt Beauty Radio. And what happened, you know, and then I was still doing makeup, but my voice was becoming stronger. My message was becoming clear. My purpose was so like, hello, it's time. You got to like, you got to go all in. And I'm someone who, and this comes as a surprise to a lot of people, I don't like labels so much, um, but I am more introverted. And I'm not someone who is, like, oh, everybody look at me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I, I don't care about being seen. What I do care about is being felt because mm-hmm. the, when a message is felt, that's where impact happens. Right. But I had to get over this whole, like, you know, not being seen and all that because to be felt, you have to be seen. So, you know, um, and the more that my purpose and this messaging just became like, I was exercising it. I was, you know, diving deeper into it, then that whole like being seen and all that shit, just like, I I don't care because my mission is so powerful. It's so strong that it like just pushed all that to the side. So, and kind of just to put a bow on the makeup career. I mean, now I'll do makeup for my best girl. Maybe, you know, Carrie Walsh Jennings. She's the goat. The volleyball player. 
Yeah. The volleyball wow. player. Yeah. The <laughs> volleyball <laughs> player. Hey, I'm like, I'm a proud guy. Yeah. <laughs> no. And so, you know, there's like some special occasions and things that for sure, because it's not like the skill goes away, but the pursuit of the career, you know, I've had great runs as a um, consultant for Burt's Bees, helped them develop their makeup line and just so many beautiful experiences. But, but it could seem like they're two very different careers, but they're not. And that that's mm-hmm. what I was trying to get across was more like, yeah, here I am executing skill, skill being makeup, but adjacently I'm moving through my career executing purpose. It's just the volume on that was a little lower while the skill and this makeup career was, you know, higher. And then when I, you know, the more that I dove deeper and started investing into the purpose work, starting with the brand and the podcast, then that volume got turned up so high that it was just time to like, like we're good. And I was ready to move on. Absolutely. So hopefully and, that. <laughs> no. And I love it because, you know, we, we actually were just talking to another guest uh, and, and very similar, like coincidentally, I mean, actually the same thing. Right. And, and right. I don't believe in like coincidences. I believe that it was meant to happen in that aspect. And, and similarly, you guys are sharing uh, very similar stories mm-hmm. and the message is still the same is that whatever we're after, whatever we're pursuing, we can't expect it overnight. And so really honing that craft and getting good at it will help shape and shift you into what your purpose and, and message is going to become what your mission is. And a lot of times that does fall into that passion. And so our passions yeah. are something that we're just really good at. We're, we're skilled at, yes. we love it. It becomes a joy and not, it doesn't actually always equate that your passion equals your purpose and vice versa. Exactly. Right. And and your skill and your purpose are two different things. And I think that, it, which is not to say that you don't apply skill or have skill when you're executing purpose. But sometimes, again, like in the makeup example, I mean, it's the perfect example that I can offer where the highlight of my, what was highlighted rather in my career as a makeup artist was my skill in makeup. It wasn't my deep purpose. Whereas like now, and this is the most rewarding you know, feeling for me, I get up every day and I get to execute. My work is me just showing up and being who the fuck I am and sharing my message from her. And I think this is important to share um, for your for your listeners. But one thing that I can say has very supportive to my entire process and still is, and I know it's not easy for a lot of people, but it's important to put in here because it did play a big role and still does, is one thing that I've always done really well is listen to myself above all else. When I execute, I'm executing from myself not from what you think I should do, you being whoever. It's like when I had the moving from Hawaii to New York and I didn't know anybody and it was like, I'm moving here in one month because I just felt it and I knew it. And listen, I'm not saying throw all caution to the wind, but I am a big risk taker and that's my, like, that's my way of living. I've listened and I, I was willing to bet on myself because when the feeling is so strong in me, I just, I can't be not loyal to it. Like I'll face whatever I have to face, but in the facing comes the building of who you are, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's a really, you know, cause people, when they've heard the backstory, like, oh my gosh, you were so brave. And it was funny because in moments I'm like, I didn't feel brave. I was just being, I was listening. Of course, now I look back and go, well, actually, sure. There was courage there, but I was... I was just so like 
maybe this is supportive. There's pain on potential pain. Likely there is pain on either side of operating from your most authentic self, listening to the self or not. Okay. Because let's just say you opt you being a listener, like you really want to go do this thing, but then uh, you're not sure or you're getting advice that no, that's not the best thing for you. Right. And then you choose to not operate from your most authentic self and you go for that. You're not going to forget. You're not going to, you're not going to wonder or be curious about like, oh, if I didn't take that path, that that's going to stick with you. If there's a real calling inside. Okay. I'm not talking about like a fleeting emotion. And then that could be pain that you have to live with. There could be pain by choosing your most authentic self because you're going to have to face some hard shit. But I'm saying like comfortable with that discomfort and then just decide what, what's, you know, which, which discomfort are you going to choose? Right. And it's it's like, you got to ask yourself, right. And and so you ask yourself like, well, whose life am I living to choose or choosing to live? If, If I'm succumbing to somebody else's expectations of me, then at what cost and price is it going to, you know, well, cost me because- Cost me. Yeah, right. Because it's like, you have to, it's a given exchange. And if you know 100% wholeheartedly who you are, then that's where you know your negotiables or non-negotiables, your boundaries, the level of of respect and your tolerance. And so that's really where you say, no, I just can't, or I'm all in. Whatever you know, deep down inside that you're called to do. And that's really just the whole owning yourself. So I love this. I love this conversation, the vibe, the flow. Like, I mean, this is, I could talk to you for hours. Like this is totally my jam. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And, and, you know, and it's just, and I love that you shared, you know, the whole makeup story too, because it, it is so important because you know, if somebody's just kind of hopping on and just seeing where you're at right now, they might think, oh, well, yeah. she just kind of overnight success kind of stuff. And this is why it's so important, even on our podcast, to, that we really get down to the nitty gritty into, you know, how all of our all of our guests, including, you know, even, you know, even what uh, Aaron and I talk about is that messy middle, because that's really the the transformation. That's where it begins. That's where we start shedding and growing. You know, nobody has ever just where arrived. the best stories are too. They Honestly, really are. Girls- I love that about you so much. There was, I just, there was, I was listening to one of your podcast episodes this morning and um, especially as a podcaster, you know, like there was this point where your guest was sharing her story and you you came in and you're like, okay, but what were you thinking in those moments in between before? And I'm like, I love you because that, you know, I, I remember in my makeup career, it was so frustrating to me. Like I'm sitting here going like, how am I going to pay my rent? Like what, you know, in the beginning, it's like, you're not making any money. You're working for free. When you do get work, it's like minimum, I mean, get paid. It's minimal dollars. You don't see it likely for a month longer. You have to chase it. It's, it's, it's war. Okay. But it's fortified me. So like when 2020 happened, everyone's like, oh, uncertainty. I'm like, homie, I, this is my norm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I've, 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 I graduated this. Um, no, but you know, I used to get so frustrated because, you know, I'm like searching looking like magazines, like tell me the best, the people at the top, like what did you do in these moments? And you don't see that you would, that's not the story. It's all the highlight reel. I'm like, that's great, but it's not doing anything for me. Like I'm, I want what, what happened when you didn't know how you were going to pay your rent, but you know, you were doing everything and you had to keep going. I have lived, you, we don't have time for me to tell you girls and all your listeners how much of that I have lived and also building a six, seven figure business right now. Like, hello, you know, I face all kinds of these yeah. questions and these, you know, challenges still to this day, because obviously like the larger that you build, you're always like 
well, not everybody, but in my world, like you're reaching for bigger and with bigger reaches come bigger challenges, right? So I just, I want to, you know, appreciate you girls that you, that you do like you tap into that part of the journey and the story, because I agree, like that's what's really going to give the most support to all of your audience, because we don't need another, I mean, the highlights are great. It's important. It's like great to know where one can go and one can achieve. But if someone's in the trenches right now, they really don't give a shit about like that. Right, like, right. They're like, like good for you. Show by yourself. Get through this. For sure. Good for you. Cool story. Next, you know. <laughs> yeah. Or it's just, you know, and that's the point. Like, that's the that's the real value add because that's where the person, that's where the individual could be like, whoa, that's me right now. So you mean there exactly. is that hope versus, yeah, look at me. I'm three times New York Times bestseller and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I, it, and I wow, guess I great. probably shouldn't even really start relatable. writing. Can't right. I was relatable exactly. Right. You know, exactly. exactly. Well, that's why maybe I won't even write my book because that's <laughs> that dream's not for me. And so, you know, and that's the reality of it. It's like why we do what we do is because we want to close that gap. We want to know yeah. that, you know, no matter where you're on your journey, you're not alone. And women who have, you know, a crazy amount of success have also struggled. And we have all been at that same starting point, feel filled with fears and doubts and worries and just all this stress, it's not all like, you know, no. rainbows and all that fun jazz Easy stuff. And, it, not no. at all. And anybody who tells you that it is, they're lying. It might Don't be easy them. for that. Quick they're lying season. to you and they want money from you. <laughs> right. And it's that quick, you know, it might be like, might be easy for a day or two. And that's how, you know, for everything we do in life is up and down, up and down. So there's exactly. seasons and we cannot exactly. get, you know, we cannot compare our insides to others outsides. And it's so important. Yeah. That's why the reality of it. Yeah. No. And I love that. And I, I feel like just to, I want to put this on loudspeaker, you know, listen, if you're showing up every day and you're giving it your best on, and that's an honest question that you sh- probably should be asking yourself every day. It's a good, you know, kind of measure of like, am I really showing up as my best? And every day your best is going to look different. Like there's a reason why I use the word optimal performance and not peak performance because optimal on some days in the luteal phase, might be like, I just got up and like, <laughs> and I got up. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but did you get up with all of your heart? Okay, good. Now you gave it your best, right? So, you know, your best is going to look different every day, but if you're showing up every day and you're really, really putting your best forward, all of your heart, I just want to tell you, whoever you are listening, if you haven't reached the goal yet, you're not doing it wrong. Because I think that there's a lot that that could be so confusing. You hear about like manifesting and then, and it's like overnight. And then I got, and then people could go, because I know in my coaching, it's like, what am I doing wrong? I'm doing all the things, not doing it wrong. You have to just keep going. You got to keep digging because in that continued dig is your unique wisdom, is your unique success, is your unique strength and your unique impact that you will have on the world. Exactly. And that's, that's where we're going to, we're going to wrap it up right there because that was perfect. That was like a mic drop, literally. And it's so true, right? Because we, again, we we're, we're not running the race of others. And so you could take that into account and say, okay, cool. That worked for you. Maybe if it's adaptable, I'll take that into account, but I'm going to do me. And that taking in all those other things ultimately slows you down from where you want to be and where what's right for you. So 100% love this conversation. Oh my gosh. So how, 
how can, how can people find out more about you? Because I'm like, like Erin, she's already like on the website and this and this. She's like, you have got to follow this person. Right. So no, you have, you have to follow Roxanne. She is incredible and just filled with wisdom and empowerment and just she'll kick your ass into shape because that's, that's what her pillars are or her core is about, you know, the self mastery, right? So we have to discover ourselves and, um, you know, everything that she offers is really about that. And just, you could feel it through her message, her mission and everything. So how can we find out more about you? Thank you. Before I even say that, I just want to say thank you to you both um, for this incredible, empowering talk that I will just be lit from all day, but really for what you're also doing in the world, like the impact and the contribution that you're putting out there. Like, I want you to know that I see you, I feel you, and I'm fucking with you, girls. So thank you you so much. It's it's been an absolute honor to be on your show, and I would love to get you girls on my show so we can talk about that after. Um, So for for people who are, you know, want to learn more, blackbeltbeauty.com is the hub. You, the podcast, everything that you need to know about me, I do, um, you know, the podcast, all that is on Black Belt Beauty. The podcast is on every platform. It's video and audio. Of course, I have Queendom, my exclusive membership for women, which is where I do uh, the majority of my coaching. And that can also be found on, on the website. And then, yeah, um, social media, uh, Roxy Look is my personal account and I'm I'm very active there, but that of course there's Black Belt Beauty and there's actually also Queendom Warriors. So when you're talking about like warrior queen, so that's that's an account. So I'm kind of spread out like in many different areas, but the hub is blackbeltbeauty.com. Awesome. We're going to include all of that in the show notes and we just look forward to just, you know, supporting you and growing with you and following you along on your journey. And so we just look forward and again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.